It's time now for the Kill the Can podcast. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Kill the Can podcast. I'm your host, Chewy. Do you want to quit nicotine and take back control of your life? We'll tell you how we've done it and answer the questions you didn't even know you had about how you can quit today. For today's episode, I'm joined by Kill the Can member Palpatine. Um, I apologize that I've missed a couple of weeks here of the of the podcast. Uh, life has been crazy here. I've got I got a lot of stuff, kind of personal things going on in my life. Um, so I apologize. Um, like I said, I'm joined today by Palp, who longtime Kill the Can members know is a, is a current admin on the forums and on Discord. Um, and and we just kind of launch right into the podcast. So so once you I finish with my intro here. We're, you're going to hear the two of us and we launch right in. And I realized about halfway through the episode that I um, I didn't even introduce him. So I kind of go back and I do that. But but we talk about a lot of things. He's got an amazing story uh, to tell about a family member, about his wife right right now. Um, and, and so that is about kind of her, her uh, medical situation really has nothing to do with with quitting dip. But we certainly get into dip and nicotine and kind of his thoughts on, on quitting and those kind of things. So um, again, apologize that I missed last week. Um, hopefully we're back on track here and without further ado, here's my conversation with the one and only Palpatine. Talk to you soon quitters. How you been? It's been a, it's been a, it's been a ride. Yeah. This past week. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can't, I can't imagine. Um, she, she, your wife's doing okay. Yeah, I mean it's it's nothing short of a miracle. And yeah, and I mean, she went in with. Uh, uh, well, I I was there, and uh, when she was in the ER, you had seven doctors and nurses all standing around her. My dad and I walked in. My dad's a retired physician, and so he's seen plenty of this before, yeah. and he knows what it is. I haven't, and uh, and we both walked in in pretty calm demeanor, just because that's just how we are. And they're, they're all saying, yep, she's having a stroke. You know, we have a shot called a TPA. And my dad knows exactly. I didn't know what that was. And my dad said, put it in or not. Just get it yeah. in, you know. And uh, and it's a clot buster shot. Okay. But the thing is, is all of the it, – it's kind of like if you see a car crash on a highway, you'll see debris. Yeah. You know, you'll see bumpers and whatever. And um, So, like, when it goes through your brain – you'd see where the clot was. Okay. And um, every scan you can look at doesn't show it. Okay. But everything that she's having right now, the post uh, stroke symptoms are all there. They're all there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the neurologists we're going to go see this week, <clears throat> like there's like, we're, we're going to classify this as a stroke because you're, she's having trouble with, uh, you know, getting the words out. Like okay. she's like just cognitively like, all present. She can walk. I mean, honestly, 15 days ago, she was really walked. Wow. Well, no. And even, even a week ago in the hospital, she could barely walk. She got motor functionality back on her left side of her body. Um, but again, it just, just, and then all of a sudden she's like, I'm just going to try. And all of a sudden she's going, they're like, let's go to the pool and swim. And then she starts right. swimming. I mean, wow. It's it, to see it in real life is one thing uh, yeah. in front of you. So, well, you know, I'm, it's, it's, well, I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, obviously, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad she's doing better, and sounds like she's trending positively, and so that's right. I mean, that's all you can. 
that's that's is there if there's anything I could do, let me know. I mean, even if it's just oh, yeah. a matter of like uh lending an ear, I'm happy to do that. So Yeah, that's my therapy. My therapy for me throughout this time was uh, you know, I gotta talk to people. Yeah. And I'm I'm kind of shouting it out like, hey, people might not see that miracles exist or whatever. I have it proof in front of me. And even that you know, half the doctors are like they want to prove it because they're sure. the smartest people in the world. Yeah. And uh and half of them are like yeah, we see this a lot and it's really? unexplainable and we know that stuff happens like this in the world. So, so for the, um, and, and just so you know, too, like I, I was, I'm recording this. So like we, we could That's take, a, we could take anything out, you know? Um, so for, so for the, for the ones that want to prove it, right. What are they wanting to prove? Like, what are they, like, what are they looking for that they don't have now? Um, well, I mean, brain doctors are very smart. Right. You know? Sure. So, yeah, I mean, they're the doctors of the brain. Uh, and so when they can't find a cause. Right. Um, it was kind of like all of a sudden my wife became like a pincushion, like, oh, let's try this. Let's try that. Sure. Like, we're going to figure this out. Um, I, this is just, I mean, this is all opinion of mine. But it's like we saw the ones that are like, oh, you're just going to try to find something because you need to find out the answer because you're the smartest person here. Right. And everyone looks to you. Um, you know, my, my dad, when he was in medical school and, you know, like he, he was, I mean, the, the, you're, you're, you're regarded as the smartest people. Sure. Like yeah. people look to you, they tell you everything. And my dad would say, people come to his office, he's like, everyone just gives you up. You go to a doctor's office, they just give you everything. Yeah, because they trust you that you you know it all. Sure, um, and that's just our society and culture has put that in there. So, um, sorry, that's a little background, but no, no, um, yeah. the the ones that were there um, that wanted to find it, it was just that they couldn't they couldn't fathom the fact that they didn't know. Okay, and so it, it it just became more of almost like in my mind a pride issue. Sure, I need to know, right? Because they're I, here, yeah. I need to figure it out. Right. I, I need to have then, an answer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and, you know, and a lot of those people are, I mean, when you're that smart, you're kind of socially awkward. Sure. You know, yeah. like you don't really know how to interact with people. You have right. horrible bets I manner. You walk in and you like have a checklist of like, okay, I say hello. I say their name. I say, how are you? Right. And then regardless of the answer, it's like, I did my job. Yeah. You know? And so it's, I mean, again, very smart people and, um, not not dismissing that one bit. Um, right. Just, just the I don't know is not a, a fathomable or acceptable answer. Sure. For some of them, but by, by by any metric, they just yeah I I don't know is just not not an allowable response. And or yeah. miracles don't happen, and so this is not this is something we can't figure out. It's like they do is whether you believe it or not, they happen. You know, sure. It's kind of one of those yeah. things like they happen, and right. you know, my dad over time started to see like. There's things that are outside of our power here that we just uh, can't control. Yeah. Whether you believe it or not, it happens. So, right. Well, um, I, you know, I, I guess at the, at the end of the day, obviously, you know, you would much rather not go through it. Right. Clearly. But um, to, to see, I mean, knock on wood, it's going to be over, over, overall a profoundly positive experience right at the, at the end, right. When everything, when she's good, when she's recovered, when she's, you know I mean? It's like, you, you can, you can go and you can kind of tell this story. Right. And, and, and even if you don't tell the story, you've got it and you've experienced it. Right. And it's, 
and it's proof, right? Which is yeah. which is really powerful. So yeah, when it's firsthand, it's your own testimony of what you know and what you see. Uh, you kind of um, well, you don't you don't kind of, um, but in my case, I just do. Uh, you just tell people, and you know, let them make their own, you know, conclusion. When, sure. what, whether they hear it and want to say, yeah, that happened or it didn't, um, that's up to them, not me. You know, yeah. um, I share the story and if it runs, great. And if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, I'm doesn't not going to change the story, right? Yeah. Well, no. It's like, yeah. it's like, that's what I saw. I saw it from the whole point. And I watched all seven doctors and nurses walk into the ER and I say, the, the neurologist saying, this is a stroke. Do you want this? Yes. Every scan coming through. Okay, here you go, and hey, it's clean. And right. then saying, okay, would this shot have shut? I'm like, no, we would see evidence of where it was, just like a car wreck. You'd see debris of glass right. or bumpers or whatever. We can't see it, but she experienced it. And then the next day, they all walked into the ICU, and I was there. And um, I mean, I they kicked me out of the hospital. I couldn't stay overnight. Um, some of those COVID policies are still in place where you can't yeah. stay overnight. Okay. And so, uh, so I got in right when they opened up to visitors the next day and, uh, I walked in and, uh, my wife's left, I mean, her whole left side of her body was immobile and she could never open her eye. It was just shut, you know, and I had okay. to pry it open. Yeah. And when I walked in Wednesday morning and I just, you know, walked in and she was, she was sedated because she'd had a rough night and they were sure. checking for epilepsy. They're checking for everything. Epilepsy, tumor, stroke, all of it clean. Yeah. Very healthy, very healthy woman. Uh, works out every day and uh, takes care of herself. And I look at her, and she opens both eyes. She smiles. Yeah. And I'm and I'm like, what is this? Like, right. this is not possible. How, how long had she? Those... How long had she been in the hospital? Just just one the one night. At that point. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. She, she went in at two o'clock the day before Valentine's Day, and so this was eight a.m. the next day. Okay. The fifteenth. Okay. You know, because I was there till nine, they kicked me out. And I came back right at eight in the morning, and uh, and when I saw her, I was like, she, she loopy. They they put her on some meds just to kind of calm her down, whatever. But she was able to look at me, and she kind of went back to sleep. And then all the everyone from the ER came in that um, that next day that I, and I recognized them all. Like it's like all seven of them walked in, yeah, and uh, and they just walked in and said hi, Laura. And then they looked at her, and then they all couldn't. I mean, they all just sat there and like, okay, yeah. can you raise your left hand? And she's like, okay, wait, how about your foot? I mean, still not fully, but she had motor function. Right. And which, which and she didn't have the day before at all. He, she could hold her hand up for like two seconds, uh, her arm, and then would just drop her left leg. Nothing. Okay. Like it was just like, you'd lift it up and hold it. Boom. Just, it was like, it was done. You know, right now she's upstairs walking around. Okay. Wow. I mean, just the, the whole point is like like it was all wheelchair bound everything um you know why is this what happened healthy woman wow. 40 46 years old and she has a stroke i mean and um and now she's you know has headaches has all the post-stroke systems you know low light uh lot, not a lot of noise yeah um you know can't drive too complex you sure. know Simple tasks are good, but she's re rewiring her brain. Um, but I mean, everything again, it's like they looked through everything and they couldn't believe it. And then, um, and then it just was, uh, 
Wow. I mean, it was it was kind of it was kind of a seven day journey. So, wow. And so at, at this point, um, what is her? Have they given you any sort of a prognosis or a timeline or any? I mean, or is it still kind of unfolding at this point? Um, well, it's unfolding. When I was at the hospital, um, there's a guy that um, that's in our church that was in our group, and he's a nurse there. And uh, and you know, I saw him the night before, and I hadn't seen him in six months. And I went to drop off my boys at church that night on Wednesday night, and I ran into him. And uh, and I just was like, I'm, he's just like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, hey, you work at the hospital? He's like, yeah. I'm like, my wife's there, and he's like, oh, okay, I'm there tomorrow. I'll come in. So he came in the next day. Again, just like how how these events fall into place is just like it's not coincidence in my mind. So um, he, he comes in. He's like, okay, I know the right people. I know the right neurologist. I know a guy that's like he's not going to take all the you know protocols of what is currently in the medical industry. He's going to take the whole picture, okay. um, meaning, meaning he's like, he's like hey, if, if it, this is based on the vaccine, uh, we're, he's going to look at that. He's going to look and go against some of the practices because one of the first person that when I walked into the ER, she came up to me, <laughs> had her mask and shield on and says, is she, is she vaccinated? And I'm like, what does this have to do with the stroke right now? Yeah. Like, yeah. like she's like, we just want to make sure she's safe. I'm like, from what? <laughs> right. She's having a stroke. Right. Like, like, like this makes no sense what you're saying right now. Yeah. And, uh, um, I mean, I, I just, I just shook my head. I'm like, you know, and so then, you know, my friend, he's like, Hey, this doctor will not follow the narrative that's happening out there in the medical industry for whatever reason. He'll look at the whole picture and say, okay, yeah, she had the you know vaccine. She had this back in April, 2021, uh, only had the initial, you know, MRNA Pfizer one and, uh, the two shots, and then that's it. And after that, I was like, this isn't doing anything. You know, my family, we've just been kind of whatever. But, um, you know, it wasn't like we're, we're against it, but we weren't really for it. I didn't really want it, but um, that's a different story. Um, but I didn't get the MRNA ones. Um, I got the JJ one. But, yep. uh, um, but the doctor that we're going to, you know, when we had a consult on Thursday, you know, he's, he, he's, we're, we're gonna, we have appointments this week, but, They've already classified it. She's got a stroke, even though the scans show nothing. Yep. Uh, every post symptom is there. Right. You know, they're like, well, this is all classic. You you had something. It's just not just anomaly. Just sh- you know, just shows sure. up and yeah, you're in a hospital and then you're fine. So there's all those things that they're going to go through. They're going to look and see. You know, my wife has history of clotting from a DVT like 15 years ago. So there's clots in her historical way. Right. You know, like, but it was in a leg. So they know that they're like, yeah, we're treating this a stroke. We'll give you a heart monitor. We're going to look for a couple of things and uh, that's ongoing. It'll probably right. be a six month journey just to find out what's going on. But yeah, near term is take an aspirin and just, you know, watch, watch in case uh, okay. know, another stroke symptoms come up. So, that's okay. All. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I mean, it's just, you, you hate, to, I can't tell you and I'm kind of stammering over my words here because I just got so much kind of going through my mind right now. Um, your your wife is not the first uh, healthy 40-something-year-old person in in my sphere of friends and acquaintances that I've heard that has that has happened to in the last six weeks even, um, which is crazy. I, you know, I mean, I understand that father time is undefeated and, and we're all getting older and shit happens, right? I get that. Um, I don't know. It just, it, my very narrow focus 
it, it seems like it's happening more often than it ever has before. And it it's happening more often than it should, I guess is the best again. And I'm not a doctor and I, and I, and it's, and I'm not even making any big sweeping statements, but it's just, it feels abnormal, I guess is the best way I can put it. Yeah, no. And that's my friend who is working at the hospital. He's like, yeah, on the neurological floor. He's like, I mean, we were walking around all last week because she'd have to kind of get through PT. And then usually it's old people. Yeah. And old, old meaning like you're 70 or 80 right. and yeah. you, you got dementia or something. Right. And there was like one, one or two other rooms that were really, you know, young. And I mean, yeah. I, I consider, I consider 45 young, but, yeah. um, but uh, young women. And it's like, what are they doing here? Right. And so there's been this influx uh, as I've, you know, just kind of the circles around my community, you know, everyone kind of caught wind of this, like, oh my goodness. My my wife's, uh, my son's basketball coach and uh, who's eight years old. So third grade kids, it's not, you're you're coaching little kids, right? you know, it's not, not real basketball. Right. But uh, when we went to the game, when I took my son to the game last Thursday and, you know, I, I got in there and they're like, oh, is Laura here? And I'm like, I'm like, she's in the hospital, you know, they're like, what? And I'm like, she had a stroke. The, one of the other coaches' uh, wives works in another hospital nearby here, and there and she she's she, and she just is like does she have you know a TIA? Does she like started like and she, all of a sudden I'm like, what's going on? She's like, in the 20 years I've been in this practice, I've never seen so many young people coming in recently, either yeah. the TIA, which is a transient ismatic attack, which is like a fake stroke, or okay. a pre-stroke. Uh, I didn't know what that meant until yeah. a week ago. Um, and she's like, and then we're seeing a lot of healthy people coming in with heart conditions, stroke conditions, whatever it is yeah. that it's like, she's like, I've never seen it 20 years of my work. It's, and it's all since 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, and so then the, you know, the, the, I try to be really pragmatic about this stuff. The, so if, if, if let's just say for argument's sake that the, the increases in the, in these things are not anomalies, right? They're actually happening, right? And I've heard similar things from my circles and from doctors and those kind of things as well. So then the the obvious question is, okay, well, what what happened in 2020 to cause these things, right? To, to cause this uptick, right? Um, and I think just the, the the only logical conclusion is COVID and or the COVID vaccines, right? I mean, it's I mean, it's just a just a logic problem at that point right i mean i don't think i don't think there's anything else that has led us or that has affected so many people since that time right right i, I mean you know. no i mean both my sisters who are nurses uh one's in montana one's in uh, Atlanta. <clears throat> they're nine years older than me um but you know obviously when this happened we start communicating in our family both of them independently uh you know talking through my dad uh just because i was had enough on my plate at the time uh said she got vaccinated right i'm like yeah like which one mrna like yep mm-hmm. like okay you know my sister in montana has seen a lot of again i mean it's big sky but uh so you see a lot of skiing accidents but then you sure. see a lot of other things where why is this you know young person coming in with yeah. a heart attack or stroke symptoms and it's the same thing same story since then since these things right happened, Right. And again, I'm, you know, I, I'm not, um, 
I'm not necessarily, I, I don't even, I hate the term conspiracy theorist because it's got such a negative connotation, you know, um, but it's like, I guess I, I'm just, I'm just looking for answers and I'm looking for, um, and, and I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm scared, right? Because it's just like, it's like, I don't know how many billions of people either had COVID and, or were vaccinated. And again, I'm not, I'm not making distinction right now between, between the two, but clearly I think it's, I think it's fair to say that if we're looking for cause of these upticks, it's one of the two, right? I mean, I, I, that, is that a fair, again, I'm not a doctor, I'm an idiot, but you know, I, I, I think that's a, just a logical conclusion. It's one of the two, well, right? Think of, think, of, think of this way. Like, why was it before three years ago when we made correlative uh, statements that were like, oh, because of this, we saw this. It was more acceptable. Right now, it's right. not. Right. Like, now it's like, well, no, we can't say that. It's like, why can't you? Yeah, what changed? Like, yeah. Wh- why is it all of a sudden like a, let's not talk about this? Or it's right. like, like people have dug their heels up so much in them. Oh, it's safe. It's not it's perfectly fine but to the fact where it's like, no, it's not. Right. I mean, wh- whatever the word is, it's, it's a correlative, you know, like, like standard deviation type thing. Like, yeah. Interesting. These happen to kind of flow together. Yeah. You know, and, but before three years ago, we could say, oh, that's true. Oh yeah. You got something there. And now you can't like, now. No, 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 yeah. no. Don't say that because you know, you're going to offend too many people. Right. <laughs> like, well, how am I offending them? Right. Like, boom, well, who get offended? <laughs> right. Uh, and again, I, you know, I, so I, I have, I've got three boys um, and, and th- this really started coming onto my radar uh, when you started hearing a lot of stories around um, heart issues specific to uh, young males. Um, and, you know, my wife and I started talking about, you know, do, do we get them boosted? Do we get them reboosted? Do we, you know, th- this, that, and the other thing. And that's when I started really getting scared for, um, for specifically for my boys, not so much for me. So I'm like you, I had Johnson Johnson, um, my wife and actually all three boys had, I don't remember if it was Moderna or Pfizer, but they had one of the MRNAs. I don't remember which, um, I've had COVID twice. Everybody else has had it at least once. My older boy has had it twice as well. Um, knock on wood, we've come through it and we're good. Um, I guess, I guess really what I'm worried about, like right now today, if I'm being super selfish is has COVID slash the vaccine done damage to us that is undoable. You know what I mean? That's, and when I, and when I say us, I'm specifically talking about my selfish, the, the, my five, you know, the five in my family and, you know, I guess by extension, my in-laws and my parents and those kind of things. So that's what I'm worried about more than anything. And I don't know that there's an answer to that, but that's what As I'm worried about. As it should about. be. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, hey, um, I, yeah, I, I'm not, I don't know the word, you and I are going to solve this today necessarily, but I, oh, no. but I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you kind of being willing to share um, your, the, at least the beginning of your journey. And I'm, and I'm hoping that the, um, that the conclusion to this journey is very positive for you and your wife and your, and your kids as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a good story to tell now. It's not, I mean, we're all going to die at some point, you know, 
I mean, right. you know, it's like, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, we hope to go and live, you know, run the race as long as we can. Right. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's what you make of it. You know, I mean, there, there's enough, there's enough, uh, darkness in the world where we could just go down that dark path easily yeah. because it's such, it's such an easy story to go after it captures everything. Sure. I mean, I look at this and kind of go, Hey, you know what? It's already done with the vaccine stuff. Is there, is there, is there something there? I would say that, you know, the answer isn't no, um, right. you know, like, like there is something there. It's just, I mean, and now some of these doctors that I've seen, they're like, we, we asked the one that we're going to, they're like, Hey, could this be vaccine related? And they're not dismissing it. Whereas like probably six, 12 months oh, ago, six months like, ago, the answer like, was no. unequivocally. No. Yeah. No, no, you're wrong. And, so, and now they're, they're coming around saying maybe. So I had, I had a really, and this was, this was a really scary experience. Um, and, and I'm going to need, I'm going to need to put you on hold for like five minutes. Yeah. I got I got somebody to come into the house. I got to yeah. go deal with them and then I'll, I'll be back. All right. Sorry about that. Of course. I can hear you. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, okay. Um, so let's see, where were we? We were talking about, um, we were talking about, um, getting to getting to the um getting get going as long as we could in life um and, and doing whatever we could do to kind of make sure that we play that game as long as we could right um i think that, that's actually a really good segue to kind of how we know one another right so oh, yeah. um i don't think i even introduced you i'm talking to palpatine <laughs> From from uh, from kill the can. Um, you just said hi. I said hi. Right, I just said, going. Yeah, just launched in. Um, so 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 tell me tell me about your quit. Tell me how long you've been quit. Um, kind of what, what that looked like. How how you're doing today? Uh, Two thousand six hundred ten days ago was January sixth, twenty sixteen. Um, I actually um, I'd I'd used for twenty plus years um, for, I mean, it got, we got to the point where it was like a 10 a day, you know, okay. like, it, like it just ramped up to that. And um, man, I think for like 10 years, I was like, I should quit this, you know? And yeah. then someone, someone had mentioned to me, um, I, I'd, I reached out like seven months before to someone who I heard quit chewing and, and I just reached out to him in the email saying, Hey, how'd you do it? He, he actually sent me to the site quit smokeless.com. Okay. Work. Yep. You know, um, and I, you know, I, uh, so I went and I signed up, and then I, but it never, it never let me in. I don't know why, but it never let me in. And uh, and I kept on trying to get it, and it, uh, so I never got any return. Um, either either it was user error or something else, but uh, I just I just never got it. And um, and so because I never got in, I think I went like a day or two, and then that yep. was it. And then it was just like whatever, I'm back in. And it wasn't until, um, for whatever reason, I think near the end of that year, and at the time, my now nine-year-old um, was uh, two, um, and I was like, you know, I, why am I doing this? I'm only, I'm only gonna, you know, end my life earlier, and I won't be around for him. Sure, yeah, you know. And so there was a motivation there for family and just being around, but again, then it was, it was, it was all my own because I couldn't do it for him or my wife. And I was a ninja dipper. No one knew. Okay. And, uh, and then it was just like all of a sudden for whatever reason, January 6th, 
you know, it was, it was kind of like the new year's quit, but it wasn't. Um, right. And then I just sat there and I think I had one. I'm like, I'm done. And I came in and I signed up and I remember I just, someone said post up a day and I said day one. And it was, uh, you know, I think it was waste panel or, okay. or, uh, who, who, who was like, I got my eye on you. And I was like, I'm like, okay, it was him. And then Rocky mountain man. And, uh, and those two guys, they just kind of cleaned on to me. Um, and of course, it was an April group. So the April group on the old site yeah. on the Zeta boards, you got like 160 people signing up in April, right? And uh, and we had tons of us, and um, and then it just was just like okay, you know, it just became that routine of this is for me. I'm doing it for me, and I'm going to do it so I can stick around for my family. And uh, um, once it just kept on going and going, uh, of course, you get further and further along. It's like yeah, this is this is a journey. It's not right. a hundred day sprint, and you're done. Right, but uh, um, but then it's become more apparent over the years how valuable that alone has then impacted the rest of my life, mm-hmm. because you realize life is one day at a time. You realize it's a bigger thing to do, and then trying to help other people out, not not be the best quitter. We're all the same. If we're if you're quitting right. today, you're quitting today. Yep. But it it became not this like ego type thing. It became just like let's help others. And let's pay it forward to however it is, whether it's this or with its alcohol or, or just being kind to others on your, you know, your neighbors, yeah. just continue that same mantra. So, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's amazing to see. Um, and as we, as we move forward in our tobacco quit, I imagine you've seen this too. Um, it's amazing to see how, when people start to get some, and maybe it's confidence, but they get some days under them in terms of being away from nicotine, they start to want to tackle some other things in their life, right? Whether it's, whether it's alcohol, whether it's getting in shape, whether it's losing weight, whether it's, you know, praying more, you know, what, what, whatever it is. Um, have you seen that as well? Or is that just, I don't think that's just unique to me, my observation. Oh, no, it's, I mean, my wife at the same time, uh, she was going through a pretty rough patch in you know, what happened last week was not her doing, obviously. Um, I mean, you, that I know of, but, uh, back in 2015, 2016, she, uh, she, uh, had a fairly severe eating disorder, Okay. you know, and, uh, um, and I didn't tell her that I was quitting nicotine, you know, and then it was that summer of 2016 and she had gone through treatment herself. And then I just said, you know, let's count your days. She's like, what are you talking about? And finally, I, it was day 174. Um, I remember very specifically, you know, I looked at her and I go, today I'm 174 days removed from nicotine. And she looked at me, she's like, you, you chewed? And you know, it's like, yeah, we've been married for four wow. years and never knew. Um, she's like, I knew you did it like a while ago. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and really it became like, why am I hiding things from my wife, number one, sure. or yeah. people in general, mm-hmm. and that freedom of just letting go, and just knowing that I'm flawed, and knowing that I, you know, and I actually I I run a, a I lead a men's group at my church called Freedom, okay, which is just the freedom of letting go of our pride, letting go of all the things that we as men are like, or what right. we don't. I'm a guy. I could do it, you know, right. like muscle on your own. Like, no, surrender, which is just totally what you know. Quitting nicotine was it's like surrender. Yeah, let go. 
own your fault and then dig in. You got work to do. Yeah. You know? And so those things, like you said, like there's so many things that you have work to do in life. Um, but it's funny when I tell people, it's like people could quit drinking, quit all this stuff, but quit nicotine. Nope. Can't do it. Need it. And it's it. like, and yeah. it, it is the hardest thing to do. Um, and it is why it's a one day at a time thing. Some people can do it pretty easily. Like good for them. I mean, God bless them. That's, yeah. that's not me. Right. I was, I was talking to a guy on, I think it was in TikTok the other, t- the other night. Um, this, he sent me a message and he said, um, you know, I, I can, I can, I can dip every once in a while and not get addicted. And my res- and I could tell he was kind of a troll, right? And he was kind of looking to get a rise out of me. And my response was clear, well, you're you're lucky. Like I I can't I can't do that, you know? I'm like good good for you, right? And I think he was <laughs> he was kind of taken aback by my response cuz you know, I mean as as people are prone to do on the internet. Again, he was kind of looking for a fight. It was, you know, it was 1230 on a Friday night or whatever. <laughs> and and but then so you know, he and I we traded a couple more um, messages back and forth. And then he said, well, I think it's probably because I vape that I don't get addicted. <laughs> oh. And I was just like, Oh, okay. Well, you're right. <laughs> so I don't know. I just, I just got a kick out of that. I was like, wait, you're vaping. They quit. They quit. The, they don't realize what they're trying to quit. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I don't it's know. A I, little, I got... little, little, little ignorant. Right. On right. And again, I just, I genuinely though, um, I, I, I felt bad for him. You know what I mean? Like I genuinely, I was just like, Oh shit. Like this, this sucks. Like you think you, um, you think you're accomplishing this big thing and, and you're trying to be an asshole to me on the internet and trolling me where at the same time though, you're, you're, you've actually failed. You know what I mean? Like I, I genuinely felt bad for it. It was, it was kind of a bummer, but right. yeah. So, yeah. so I, at, at this point in your quit with some 20, whatever, 2,600 days, um, are you, are you on cruise control? Are you, are you, do you still struggle? Like what, what does that look like? I mean, obviously, you know, there might be ups and downs. Like, let me ask you this two weeks ago when your wife was going through all this, did, did the thought ever enter your mind or were you just focused on her? No, I mean, it was, I remember I posted up as you saw on discord and it was more, that was a reflection of like, well, thank goodness I didn't resort to that in those that weak time because of course it's like well she's in the hospital that was that was kind of like hey my wife's away oh okay you know i'm gonna go have a dip and you know just kind of let my let my night go by and i'll be fine um it crossed my mind Uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit there and say it did it totally did um but it didn't cross my mind to of like an urge it was more like it was more oh i know what i do in the past thank goodness i don't do that because i I have what i did but it wasn't even like, ooh, I need a stressor to take it down. It was more, you know, so I mean, cruise control or not, it's more of the fact that I've I've trained myself so well to know that it's like, no matter what comes at you, um, you know, uh, like, it doesn't matter if someone, it's like, <laughs> any, any, any bad thing would always be a justification to like, yeah. okay, well, this is so bad. Now I can go do it. This is a free right. pass. You know, and, and that in itself is just like, no, it's not, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not, it doesn't matter what happens. It's not a free pass. I know that when I go there, if I go that way, it's going to be that way. But, uh, it was a good reminder at that time. Like when I, when I sent a post out to, uh, you guys just to say, Hey, throughout it all still quit. You know, that was like the, all this crap happened, but I'm still here. 
I'm still just matching days one at a time. And I, and I gotta, I gotta think that on some level that probably felt really good to be able to send that message, right. To be like, I, Hey, I'm, I'm still strong. Right. Whether, whether I may, and maybe, you know, maybe you didn't even think about it, but I would imagine that like, that that would feel really good to be able to say I'm strong still. Oh yeah. No, totally. Yeah. It's more, it's like, like, thank goodness it's, it's it, literally, I know if it was a hundred days in way back when I would have found like, well, here it is, you know, okay, now I got my reason, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, and it's, it's so not there anymore because it's like, why would you do such a thing? Right. It's not, and it doesn't do anything for you. It only just kills you more. Right. Like there's no, there's no benefit at all. Right. right. You know, it, it, you're right. And which is, which is, I don't know if it's funny or sad or both, but it's like you and I were in this position for years or decades where that was a completely reasonable line of thinking to be like, oh, you know, this going back to correlation where we were talking about before, right? This bad thing happened. So th- this good thing, quote unquote, good thing can you know, can make up for it or, or is, or is allowed or is okay now. Right. Um, and you're right. It's like you, you get away from it for long enough where your brain gets rewired and not only do you not want it and not crave it anymore, but at least for me, I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Um, just my whole way of thinking about nicotine is, is just completely drastically different today than it was years ago when I was, you know, um, like even, I don't know if you saw the, um, there was a conversation relatively recently on Bert Kreischer's podcast where they were, where he had, is it, is it Huberman? The doctor was talking about the benefits of nicotine. I don't know if you saw that. (laughs) Um, and, and like, Uh, no, I haven't seen it, but I'm laughing at the, because that's totally oxymoron. Not true. Right. Well, and, and it's funny, like, so it's, you know, you hear these, you read these studies and, and it's, well, well, nicotine is good for um, Alzheimer's or it's good for this or it's good for, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And, and there was a day when I might've read something like that and gone, oh, okay, well, yeah, it's like, it, it, there's all these bad things, but these good things make up for the bad things, right? Whereas now I look at that and I might, and I would say, Okay, well, let's just say for argument's sake, there are good things, but the good things are not worth going through the bad things to get there. If the, if that makes no. any sense, I don't even know if you're following me, but yeah. Well, no, I mean it's it's like oh yeah, it's, it's, if there's a report that nicotine's good for averting Alzheimer's, it's like, well, then maybe you should go figure out how many people get Alzheimer's out of that, and then find out are you going to be one of the few that gets it, and right. is it really worth going and take it, make it a justifiable like reasoning like. So does it make sense? Like if a million, if you take a sample of a million people and a, a thousand of those million get Alzheimer's, is it worth to use nicotine? So because you might be the one of a thousand. Right. right. Know, oh, well, if I use it, then I won't get Alzheimer's. It's like, no, you'll just die before that because you, right. you'll get cancer. Right. You know, but the, the rational thought of going through that is like, why? I, you're saving money. You're, you're not looking, you don't have crappy teeth. You don't have yeah. stuff stuck in your teeth anymore. You're not flossing. You're not going to the dentist. There's just stuff. You're not doing all that stuff. So what's the point? But you're right. so addicted to it that once you finally get away from it, 
you it's like you you were blinded at the time and now you could see through it and see oh i was dumb for all those years now i'm it's clear vision for what sure. i'm doing yeah so yeah i'm going on my soapbox here but that's no, no 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 i know you no you you're i'm standing right next to you on that soapbox believe me i i, I get it um so let's see, I've, I've had a couple people on the podcast and I always forget to ask this question. I know the, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to yours. What's, what's the genesis of your screen name? It has to be Star Wars, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Okay. okay good. Of course. You, now, now, uh, and we could have it'd, entire... it'd be very weird. If it wasn't. Well, it would be, it would be, um, uh, I just made it up. Right. <laughs> just, just off the just top ha- of my head. Just, right? just happened to be Lord Sidious's name. <laughs> um, it was my, my and, own. Right. And, and now I'm sure we could have an entire podcast about this, but like um, just in general, your thoughts on prequel trilogy versus OG versus sequel trilogy, not which one you like better. Cause I think, I think I know the answer to every 40 something year old that I would ask that question to, but just, do you, do you have any thoughts just kind of in general, love them, hate them? I like them all. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, the, the original four, I mean, sorry, original three, which were four, five, and six, yeah. um, are so great for what for what they were at the time, um, you know. And just the fact that you know, I, I love I love Han. I've always yeah. loved Han's character. He just creates so much thing. Um, uh, you know, uh, Ian McDermott is. I mean, he's in the prequels, and he the only reason why the prequels are good is because of him. I mean, otherwise, I think the prequels would kind of be meh. Yeah, I mean, and, and they sort of are. Right. Um, but but I, again, I like the story um, in the prequels. Um, I think just George Lucas got a little ahead of himself with all the technology and CGI that he thought were so cool, and it just became kind of a mess. Yeah. Um, I still like the story. The story's good. Um, acting so so, but Ian McDermott makes makes the uh, prequel what it is. Sure. I think he's he's amazing. Uh, and then the J.J. Abrams ones. I mean, uh, Force Awakens was awesome. Um, and then, you know, uh, what was it? The last Jedi and, uh, at the, yeah, the last Jedi was eight. And then I forget, uh, rise of Skywalker, uh, rise of Skywalker, thank you. Yeah. Nine. Um, those two are okay. I mean, I mean, I liked them again. Yeah. I think force awakens was awesome. You yeah. know, uh, force awakens. Was, I mean, just everything about it was awesome. It was, um, it was, it was such a return at, it was such a return to the OG, if that makes it like it, yeah, it just yeah. it felt like Star Wars again, where the prequels, they th- there was some cool visual stuff in there, but they didn't age very well. Um, and, and that one really seemed like a return to the practical effects, return to the worlds that we knew. Um, I mean, essentially, you know, you can make the argument that it was a retelling of A New Hope. And it's I'm OK with that because <laughs> New because New Hope was that I, which was is that good. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. I agree. I mean, um I love Rogue One. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And I know that's yeah. outside of it all. Yeah. And I know, but uh, if, if, if you want to talk about one that just kind of went out there that doesn't doesn't really follow the flow, Rogue One's amazing. Yeah. Like, like I, I mean, it's it's a, it's a darker movie, but uh, but it's really well done. I, I and this this might sound like um, heresy. But I could probably, in an objective world, I could probably make it a, an argument that that might be my favorite Star Wars movie. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know that I can actually bring myself to say it, but like, it's it's really good. 
I mean, and it holds yes. up really now. Maybe it's because of what kind of what's around it, right? Maybe it, maybe it's because where it is well, sandwiched in, in the story. In, in, yeah, in yeah. between three and four, and you're right. and no one knows, yeah. and also you're like, oh, that's what they're doing. They're trying right. to get the plans for yeah. the Death Star. <laughs> oh, it's just so good. It was so good. Um, are you are you watching? Uh, have you are you are you up on? Have you watched like Mandalorian and and a lot of the Disney Plus stuff or no? You know, I, I watched the first season of Mandalorian, and then okay. I haven't watched anything since. Okay. Um, I've heard and Andor is really good. Yep, um, I'll get to it at some yeah. point. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm up on Mandalorian. I never watched Andor, but I heard I same same with you. I heard it's very good, and I'm sure I would enjoy it, especially since it's around kind of Rogue One characters and and those kind of yeah. things. Um, next season of Mandalorian comes out, I think, next week, which is which is why it's kind of top of mind. So. Um, I'm very oh, yeah. much looking forward to that. Um, well, hey, I, I want to be cognizant of your time. I, I know I had to take a little break here, which I will edit out in the in the middle. I had to contract at my house. Um, is there anything else that you want to kind of share with the Kill the Can community or say hi or or anything like that? I'll, I'll leave the floor to you here. It's uh, the main thing that I see is happening, sadly, is... Uh, since I started this in 2016 and here we are, and I think it's cultural, um, how accountability and just integrity around, I mean, men in general, number one, but I know that the community is for all, um, both men and women, but just kind of how this is a, you know, brotherhood as it should be, um, and how it's sadly become weaker or, um, you know, a place where people don't want to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know if that's the culture that we're in that has happened just in the past three years. Um, but it's more like just to not to dig your heels into what it was. It's more like accountability, integrity are things that stand the test of time. You mm-hmm. know, they're, they're gonna they're they're around in the past. They're gonna continue to be here today, and they'll be here in the future. Um, it's the culture that's wavering for whatever reason. Um, and just to kind of get people to get grounded back on the fact that. You know, the tough love is there for a reason to get people and say, hey, come come in because you need someone to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I don't know why people are scared of it or whatever, if it's just the culture has changed. Um, but to not lose that grounding, because I think people start to say, well, okay, if that's how it is, I guess we'll just let it go. We're letting things go so much now just to let people just do whatever they want that it's ruining the foundation of a lot of stuff. Sure. I'm going, I'm going deeper here, but I do really look at it as a accountability integrity of just quitting nicotine. So when someone goes after that one singular thing that's happening in your life, like I need to get rid of this in my life because there's nothing good about it. And I need to lean on others. And for whatever reason, we're in a, I'm going to do it by myself or I don't want to be accountable, whatever. And it's just surrendering. Like, Surrender to it all, like surrender and let other people, they might be wrong too. You might be surrendering to people and they could be wrong, but at least you are letting someone else know. And that's the thing that when I did this back then, I'm like, okay, I'm letting a bunch of people on an internet forum know that I'm quitting. I mean, they can't come and get me, but at least it's something. And then all of a sudden they'll hammer me and they should hammer me because I signed up for something to be accountable. Well, then I should follow through. And if I don't want to be held accountable, I should walk away. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think you're right. I, I think um, I, 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 the, 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 these, these tenets of accountability 
Um, I, I would agree with you. I think in general, just kind of in society, I don't think like people like being held accountable or anything, right? Um, it's because getting worse it's hard. and worse, though. Well, it is. It is. And, and because it's hard, right? It, it's because you're, you're being told things about yourself that you have either been ignoring, whether willfully or, or not, right? Um, and, and it's hard to be told that you are failing, right? At, at whatever it is, right? Um, yeah. And so, I, yeah, I think I think you're right. And I don't know. I don't know why that is happening in, in a broader sense. Um, you know, I could make a guess about, is it social media? Is it this, is it, you know, I, I don't know. I could, I could, I could hazard a guess. Um, but I think you're right. I think the, the, the concept of accountability is just so vitally important in, in many walks of life, not just quitting nicotine. It right. is of power, paramount importance there. Um, and you know, well, like, yeah. hey, I screwed up in a car accident, owning it. Right. Just, hey, you know what? I messed up. I'm not the best driver out there. Right. Oh, I, you know, I did something. I'm a parent to my boys. And you know what? I disciplined them wrong. Own yeah. up to them. Be an example right. to my boy. Like, hey, you know what? Dad's wrong sometimes. Right. And, and it's also, okay. Like, you are? It's, it's like, it's, yeah. Well, yeah. If yeah. I'm the model to him, right. oh, well, dad screws up. Okay. You know, it's, hey, it's okay. Right. And it's almost like we're teaching everyone like, nope, it's a Facebook personality. Everything's happy. Don't I'm always, I'm always correct. I'm always yep. right. Nope. I never, I, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm showered. I look good. Everything. Yeah. Don't look over here. And it's like, no, look at, there's a mess over here. Right. And, but I'm here controlling my mess to show others that, Hey, life is messy. And I'm going to share it with you what it is and how I got through it. Yeah. And then I can help you. I love people don't want to do that. Anymore. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. Controlling the mess. I, I that's that's uh, I like that a lot. That I'm going to use that again because that that really resonates. Because that's because nobody's perfect, right? It, it's funny oh. you, you, you hear, you know, you'll see, uh, and I'll leave you this kind of with this one last anecdote here. You, have you ever had a situation where you've, you've you've known a couple, you've known them for a long time, and maybe you've just you've re- lost touch with them, but you see them on Facebook and everything is good and everything is peachy keen. And then six months or six years down the road, you, oh, they got divorced, right? Well, be, all you've known of them is that crystal clear, perfect vision that is put forth on on social media, right? Yep. Where where in reality the mess has been going on, and that's really the the reality. Now, I'm not suggesting that like if they if you put all your shit out on Facebook, it's going to make everything magically better. But I think your point is really well taken. Like nobody's perfect, and it's okay to admit that. And especially like when you need help, it's okay to admit that you need help in, in all yes. walks of life. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, Facebook has actually taken us a step back because we all pretend we're good. Yeah. We all want no one to come and knock on our door. And it's like, Hey guys, it's a mess over here. Why don't you come yeah. on over? Right. I'll share, I'll share it with you. I'll show you. Oh, right you got, all of a sudden like you got that too. Oh, we didn't know. It's like all of a sudden when you start telling more people, it's amazing yeah. for whatever reason, we're told not to tell people. It's not like go out and tell them all the crap that's, I mean, it's like some stuff is just, okay, stop. Right. But it's like, Hey, my wife had a stroke. What? It's like, yeah, kind of sucks right now, but you know what? We're getting through it. We, we right. got a, we got an army of people over here. Oh my goodness. It must be horrible. Mike, you know what? I just look for the light. I'm just looking for the light everywhere because there's, there's drops of people coming in that I hadn't seen before. And all of a sudden they're shining the light and just going, they're beautiful. They're awesome. They're so great. They're yeah. there to support you instead of hiding it all. And right. ju- just like when I told people I use chewing, they're like, you did? I'm like, yeah. And here's what I did. Here's how I, like, you did? I mean, all of a sudden you realize, and it's not to pour glory on me. Right. It's more like, hey, you know what? 
there is ways to get through the stuff you're going through. Just ask yeah, or find out. So. It, it, yeah. And, and if there's, and if there is one good thing about social media, it allows us to reach so many more people, right? If, if totally. we're willing to open up and, yes. and put some of that stuff out there, but you got to do it. So, um, yeah. Palp, I cannot thank you enough for, for, uh, the few minutes you've, you've, you've taken, uh, to put, to put your story out there. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be quit with you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Oh yeah. No, thanks. You too. <laughs> All, All right. right. Talk to you later, brother. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Yep. Bye. Bye. Join us again next time for another edition of the Kill the Can podcast.